So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... My name is Damon. I'm from Up Virtue. How you guys gonna, doing? And we're going to ask him some questions, say, about their new single, Sinner. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response suit so far? To be honest, a little, I would say taken aback, but in a very good way. Good. Just because it's a super dynamic song. It's probably one of the most, like, vibe-heavy, just very emotionally dense tracks but not in the way that you know people would probably think of us because people think of us as like a heavy band but now it's like okay we're introducing a little bit more of this kind of stuff but i haven't seen anything bad from it so that's especially with the internet nowadays that's definitely a good <laughs> <True>. thing yeah <laughs> um, dude when 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 your publicist sent this over i was like fucking blown away i was like this shit is like intense it's fucking great like this song is so good um, thank you so obviously like the singles out now is it going to be on an ep that's coming up sometime this summer yeah we're working on something it's definitely going to be a part of a larger project so all right this is as, as i've said to everybody else this is phase one of okay. many <laughs> um, so since since there is something bigger want to pick your brain about it for a second obviously we're going to dive into the single super deep in just a minute but like what can you tell us about this larger project uh, there's going to be a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of really good songs. If you like Sinner, then you'll be happy. If you don't like Sinner, you'll also be happy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best of both worlds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's the thing. And that's the greatest thing too, is like, we got so many, like everybody else, man, we've been sitting here during the pandemic, kind of twiddling our thumbs. We're not able to tour. So in the meantime, you just kind of hone in, you look at, you know, all your whole catalog or things that you wish you would have done or want to do instead of then making up the point of like, oh, well, we'll just keep doing this. Like, hey, why not just try it now? Because once everything does get back going again, mm-hmm. you, know, you know how it goes. The train doesn't stop. True. For sure. Yeah. And because Shane got to say his two cents at the beginning, I also I loved the track. Um, it was immaculate. I listened to it like four times. Um, I just I really, really enjoyed the track. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the track title or cover art? Uh, yes, actually. So Sinner, it, all of this is kind of like, we just took a, a lot more of like the religious imagery. Uh, the cover, our buddy Simon did an excellent job of this. So it's kind of like a conversation between yourself, you know, having that internal dialogue. We wanted that to be manifested in the actual artwork. Um, as far as again, the title itself, it's like, we all have secrets. We all have things that, you know, we probably don't show the regular public or things that we don't even want to acknowledge ourselves. It's that kind of hard truth that, you know, all of us in some way, shape or form, we have to live with. And eventually you're either going to let it consume you, or you're going to find some way to kind of seek some absolution for those things that you're not proud of. So, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this single? Oh, man, this was probably one of the most interesting because, again, with this song, if I remember correctly, we wrote this around March last year, 2021. Mm-hmm. And so Mike, Tyler, myself, like we hadn't been in a room together in probably over seven months. Jeez. With all because we're in well, we're located in Michigan, so we had a lot of really harsh like mandates and lockdown procedures so you know we would get on the phone we would talk and this and that but there's something you know special about actually being able to 
be in the same room as you or mm-hmm. your counterpart or anything else and just like vibe off of each other. So yeah. we have been writing music with a bunch of friends online and just passing ideas back and forth. Our buddy Evan, we had worked with him before. So we're like, you know what? When the restrictions are lifted a little bit more, we all drove out to Cleveland, mm-hmm. took no ideas with us, just honestly just hung out. You know, it's like we're all best friends, but you kind of, you know, when you haven't seen each other in a while, you're like, hey, nice to see you. How are you doing? A lot of stuff had gone through over that time. Got to the studio. Evan's like, hey, man, we haven't seen him in, you know, almost a year. So it's like, it just kind of felt like a big hangout. Like back in the day, I tell everybody this, like when you start your first bands Mm -hmm. and you just kind of, you just show up with the backpack, (laughs) (laughs) the amp that you can hold like this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, dude, for real. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, and we just got in there. We're like, you know, all right, cool. We're, I mean, we're here to write a song. We're here to do a job, mm-hmm. but it's just like, we were just having fun with it. So we just started queuing up plugins, just sounds. I remember Mike was like, Hey man, I'm feeling something, you know, kind of LeBrock or the midnight kind of eighties synth wave type deal. Mm-hmm. And just started just loading stuff up. And eventually it's just like, it just kept getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Yeah. And it was, it, it was the closest thing I could probably put to like actual magic like creative magic. I haven't felt that in a very long time. And we have a lot of great songs, done a lot of great things, mm-hmm. but it's one of those where it takes you back to like the infancy of like the purity of why you play music in the first place. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, and obviously like, I love that you guys kind of treat it as like one big hangout because like sometimes that is like when the best songs come about when you're just kind of like fucking around and then you're like, oops, we have an album now or something along those lines, you know? Oh, absolutely. And you know, even just to piggyback off that, it's like this whole thing was like, don't e- don't go in there with any ideas. Don't try to force something. Just again, what are you feeling? Oh, I mean, I've been jamming this out. I've been jamming this out. I listen to Rez or I Prevail or you know some Joiner Lucas, hip hop, whatever it is, pop. Mm-hmm. You know, just we're just we're just vibing. We're just having fun. Like we probably spent the first three hours of that session just talking hanging out enjoying each other's company like i would even say you know i've probably taken a little bit of that for granted (laughs) with you know how the world is as the world was working in its regular format but like it's like take a step back realize that music especially in like i'll even just say like the united states or in you know first world nations as a whole it's a privilege to be able to do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It isn't like there's not a lot of places that have the ecosystem, that have the economic infrastructure mm-hmm. to be able to support people doing something that they want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So we, we like this conversation got brought up too. And it just like, it really brings everything full circle. And it's like, okay, now we can go and kind of pour everything into it because you realize like at any given moment, that thing can be taken away from you. And it was, and it still mm-hmm. is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a special thing. It's crazy. Hell yeah. Awesome. I actually want to go back to the earlier stages of your writing process for this track. You mentioned that you guys tried to do it um, just completely digital, you know, each in their own house or whatever, before you guys finally came together. Did any of those songs that you guys put together separately, like make it onto this possible project that you're releasing later, or was it all scrapped for what you guys made in person? Uh, Some of it did. Okay. You know, it's one of those where like, it was more of just kind of, just having fun, I guess, because mm-hmm. when we when we send ideas back and forth, sometimes they're bad phone demos. 
sometimes, you know, I'm not the greatest, like in-home engineer myself. <laughs> yeah. So a, a lot of it too, like we're fortunate to have a lot of engineer and producer friends where I like, Hey man, can you kind of clean this up for me a little bit? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, there was definitely a lot of stuff where it got used for the record. Some of it is just, you know, you're just working out bugs and kinks, mm-hmm. but again, uh, I'd say that's probably like a solid three or four songs that probably made it just strictly based out of like the formats that we were working at with this. But mm-hmm. then there's like another like 29 that <laughs> still, have to, still have to sift through a little bit. So. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, there was a little, there was some, there's a lot of downtime, there's a lot of boredom. There's a lot of me opening up contact and just making stupid sounds. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, that's how the best songs come about annoying everybody they're like why does he keep putting these military drums in every single thing <laughs> I go on like, the drums. yep they say you know and then i move on to the synth and then they get even more mad so <laughs> it's amazing it is what it is so hey like i said you just got to keep throwing until something lands That's exactly yeah <laughs> uh, so i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it oh that's a good one. Thank you. Oh, I would say. Oh, okay. Hold on. So the bridge or not the bridge, the, the pre-chorus when it's like, now my heart's not listening. Um, oh, I got to remember. I got to remember my own lyrics. Oh, it's <laughs> all good. But you get caught in my dreams like a. Oh, I can't swear. Can I swear? Yeah. You can like a fucking disease yes fuck yes the point the point in the song where like can i dive into some of the lyrics is that okay oh yeah yeah it's yeah it's welcome this one like that specific part is the song for me i internalize this in a way where it's like i've been sober since 2007 this song deals with addiction Mm -hmm. and this is kind of like the turning point of you actually taking it head on and realizing that this substance this thing has does not care about you you treat it like i said where i use the religious imagery the religious imagery you treat it like a god you treat it like something that is beyond you that will only is only here to serve you and you know bring you a better life when that is the furthest thing from reality Mm -hmm. and in this case it's like right before you get to that big moment in the course where you're kind of like you know hey really try to take that power back it's like there's always that switch there's always that moment where you're like okay i can actually do this Mm-hmm. I can actually, and I want to turn my life around. I want to help myself first before somebody else or anything else can come fill that void. So that yeah. would probably be my personal favorite lyric. That's, That's a, a very good lyric. lyric. And congratulations on your sobriety. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Day at a time, like I tell anybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so you definitely dove into it with the last question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Can you tell <laughs> us kind of like where your headspace is at while you're writing this single? And again, like kind of what I touched on before, where it was like, you know, we were just talking about anything and everything. It's like, there was a lot of darker stuff that obviously came out of the pandemic as well. Yeah. And there were things that we probably learned about each other where it's like, you know, Hey, I don't talk. I used to not talk about me being sober as like a talking point. When I would meet people, I would just let my past life be my past life Mm -hmm. because, you know, you kind of want to move on from it. You don't want to be associated with it. You don't want people, you first people's first impression of you to be like oh you used to be an addict or you used to be this mm-hmm. because unfortunately in our society society there is still a stigma with that yeah definitely 
but in talking with them, talking with a bunch of other people that I do care about, it's like, you know, that stigma is kind of always going to exist, but you need people to actually kind of break it down and make it normal to realize like, Hey, we all mess up. We all have make mistakes. We all come from different backgrounds and different situations that may or may not be our own faults, but we can at least do something to alter them around it for ourselves and maybe for somebody else. Cause mm. one of the beautiful connective tissues, I'm sure you both know with, with music is like, we're sharing stories. You're yeah. sharing whether it's tales of, you know, happiness or heartbreak or everything in between. You know, the reason I've been able to connect with some of my favorite artists over time and continue to grow with them over time is because, Hey, they're human. Mm-hmm. They're not, these you you know a rock star is an image Mm -hmm. it's still you you still got to wake up and deal with whatever you have going on in your life every single day so for us to now go into this realm where it's like we're we were pretty vulnerable before but now every single song that you're going to hear is has something to do with myself tyler mike and something that we may not have wanted to talk about before but we're going to put on wax so that it can help somebody or at the very least it's catharsis for us. So hell yeah. Sure. That's very brave of all of you to finally just say, you know what, we're just going to write a song about it. We're going to share our stories and maybe it'll help somebody else. I know that's a, that's a very big step. I'm, I personally, I don't know if I would be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, I mean, we've been a band for a while and, you know, we've dipped our toes into it, but again, it's like just looking around and like with everything going on and the, you know, with people being home, mm-hmm. You know, the media kind of portraying everything what's going on with the nation, everything that's going on currently. It's like Mm -hmm. you just need more of that loving, nurturing kind of energy. We need more of that. Like, hey, there is a lot. There's a ton of bad stuff, but just we we, we got you. We're here and vice versa. People are there for us as well. People are here to listen. to us. It's not just this simple, you know, artist, fan, this kind of platform. We're all human beings at the end of the day. It's like you can sit down with me. I can sit down with anybody else. And it doesn't matter that I play in a band or you guys have an awesome podcast or anything else. It's like, you know, we're not, we're not doing this whole thing. We're yeah. just trying to mm-hmm. lift everybody up at the same time. So for sure. Exactly. Love it. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, dark with headphones on? Should they blast it at a party? Should they work out to it? What do you personally mm. recommend? Oh, this is one of those songs where I would actually rec- like, I would probably say listen to it on your own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just put some headphones on. Maybe if you're, take a, if you're taking a walk, if you're at work, whatever you're doing where it's something where you can kind of block out all the noise and just be in your own space. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a song that I'm looking forward to when we play it live and it's like you can have oh. everybody sing and you can have everybody doing this, but it's one of those where it's very into, there's some detail and some nuance that, you know, if you are with a group of friends or if you are around a bunch of other people, it might get lost to where, again, some of the messages and things that I've seen, it's just like people are like, hey, I'm driving home at 2.30 in the morning and this thing just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, that's that's awesome. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So people can listen to it however they want. I would just say take a moment for yourself, mm-hmm. even if you're in, or if you're in the shower, that's the best time too. You can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. So maybe somebody can take my place eventually. Just steal the mic. I'll just I'll go sit in the crowd and sing along myself. So hell yeah. Um, so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Ooh, 
heavy, moody, emotional. Fuck yeah. Ooh, perfect. So in the same vein as the last question, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this track to invoke in your listeners? Um, want is kind of an interesting word. I would just say if it evokes any emotion, that's great. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be kind of, I, I always see it as more of like an introspective thing. It's something where you're going to, you're going to, I guess, contemplative or as long as it gets the gears turning, yeah. get you thinking. That's all that, that's all, I, that's all I want. I just want people to feel something. I want you to just like really kind of think about yourself, really put your own life and put your situation kind of first and foremost, because mm-hmm. we neglect ourselves. Like a lot of people do, we get busy and you try to help others. And then you forget that, you know, there's a reason why when you're on an airplane, they say, Hey, secure your mask first mm-hmm. before you uh, mm-hmm. do somebody else. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this track, if any? Uh, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't say a particular influence, just it kind of is all over the map kind of, because again, when we were there, we were just jamming, just having fun. It's like, some of this was born out of too. It's like Tyler and I have such differing vocal styles, but you know, in some ways when it comes to the format of being a rock band or, you know, a heavy metal band, it's like you're kind of pigeonholing like, all right, you got your mate, you have your main guy. Somebody might do some backups here and there. And it's like, no, we kind of wanted to explore a little bit more of like the sonic qualities. Like I have a smooth, like a little bit more smoother delivery. I love R and B. I love pop music. And I also love Tyler. Like Tyler has grown so much over the years since he's been with us as a vocalist. And he's just like, Hey, let's just figure out how to make it work weave it in and out we don't have to sacrifice either one of our styles like we can accommodate ourselves in a new way so it's like because i remember even when we listened to the track back for the first time we're like dang can we really do this yeah (laughs) but that's the thing is like when we ask that question if you have to ask like can you really do it and you're like and you don't see something like that in the sonic ecosystem you're like we might have something we might Mm -hmm. have something true and it's and especially too like i mean all the bills you can see this shirt right here. This mm-hmm. band is the king of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't care. Make whatever you want. Do whatever you want. If it's meant to connect, it's going to connect. So, Hell yeah. And sure. for our audio listeners, he's wearing a Deptone shirt. <laughs> yes. 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 One but, of the greatest bands on the planet. Greatest oh, bands sure. on the planet. Yeah. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? oh this is gonna be funny i can't i'm I'm, see i can't lie now i can't uh Uh depending on where we are at it really it really depends so for those who are not familiar with some of the gas station stops around the country or in other places of the world so if we go down south Mm -hmm. and we go to this place called bucky's Mm -hmm. okay yeah i will be getting myself a sliced brisket sandwich yeah yep they have mm-hmm. like this key lime pistachio pudding oh none of these go together by the way this no. is just... i was gonna say yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a little odd no. but you know they it just they have they make their own jerky mm. you know get something like that if it's just like a normal gas station i'll probably stick with just getting like an essential water i might get a beef jerky stick or something like that 
if I'm really just feeling zesty, you know, I can either steal a bag of Tyler's gummy bears that he'll come out with or. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Something of the sort. Yes. It really depends though. Cause there's a lot of good places in this. Sometimes I'm just like, Oh, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't right. do it. So, so you called out like the, the big one in the South, but, but we're East coast people. So like, what about Wawa? What do you get yeah. when you go there? Oh my God. Oh, Wawa. No. Or oh, how, no. how do you okay. feel about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is another hot, hot button debate here. Oh no. So, Oh yeah. We have the Wawa versus the sheets. Uh-huh. Oh, there's no competition. Wait. Sorry. Continue. Uh, I mean, there is though, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm not. I will say this: I'm not a Wawa guy. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, we're gonna see. have to end this one here. Sorry. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we Strictly actually, Wawa only. We, we actually should start asking, like, at the beginning of every interview before we That's get started, screen. like, is it Wawa yeah. or Sheets? Because if it's Sheets, we're gonna let your publicist know we couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something came up. Yeah, there, there's a t- there's a technical. Uh, trust me, I get it. I understand. And there's been a couple good Wawa's. It's just we've been touring for a while, and consistently, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sheet's been outperforming you guys. You get a pick. I don't know. Budget cuts. <laughs> Not sure what's going on there, but uh, okay, fair enough. Fair I enough. disagree, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the thing, it, see, I'm probably the wrong person to ask though, because like I have some super duper hot takes about like a lot. Like if you're going into like In and Out, what a burger. Mm-hmm. All of like kind of like the fast food, like actually, you know what? I'm even put this on wax. In and out is not that good. People. No, it's not. It's not. It's I've not that good. I had it. No, their fr- their fries are ass. Mm-hmm. The the burgers are good. I like the burgers, but the fries taste like straight up cardboard. Mm-hmm. You if you have to put uh, their their fr- like if you have to animal style your fries just to eat them, mm-hmm. that's bad. That's bad. Product. Already lost. Yeah. It's the same thing with barbecue, like. I don't know what your opinion on this is. I'm more of a dry rub guy. I can mm-hmm. deal with some sauces, but if that rib is not falling off the bone, if that doesn't have some bark to it, exactly. if it's not seasoned the right way, there's no amount of sauce that can cover up the fact that you just butchered that. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Okay. And uh, same with Jack in the Box. I don't like Jack in the Box. How do you feel about, about it? Nah, nah, Jack in the Box, overrated. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, yep. I will I will cape for mm-hmm. some, Zach, some Zach's Beast. Oh! Yeah. Oh, you lost me. No, you better stop. You I had Zaxby's once and they're okay. like nuggets or something. They're the driest things I've no, ever okay. had. See, that's your problem. What you got to do when you go into Zaxby's, you just got to get the five piece tender meal. They're going to give get you with the, the Texas toast, the crinkle fries, the sauce. Oh, it's good. See, and you only went one time. That's the thing. I went one time because I was hurt. I was hurt after that one experience. I was like, never again. I trusted you and, and I just, I couldn't do it. Look, I can't get right. burned anymore. I'm telling you right now, next time you go to Zach's, just get, you'll see a number one. Okay. Okay. That's like, like, I would understand your point. Mm-hmm. It's like going to Burger King and getting a grilled chicken sandwich. But that it's like, is, it's just, there's no point that. in doing it. It's like they're, <laughs> they're, dis- their logo's a chicken though. So like anything chicken there should be good. It's like if I, if I went to get a burger at Zaxby's, that would be like you, you you're you, trying to fail. But that's what I'm saying. You would think that, but they are still a fast food restaurant at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we're being completely honest, mm-hmm. any, anywhere that you go, I could talk, like I, we could talk about the greatest fast food places of all time. Okay. You're still a fast food place. Bro. Yeah. There's still a margin of error that if you go to, if you go to Taco Bell Mm -hmm. and you decide to get something that 
on their menu, you're like, hmm, I wonder who orders that. And then you order it. <laughs> There's a reason why it's yeah. not a staple. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think the only exception is like Panda Express. I've had like most of their things and usually it's it's all been all been good. Panda's Panda's pretty decent. Panda's mm-hmm. pretty decent. It's yeah. not the go-to, but mm-hmm. if we're feeling just, you know, a little extra zesty or just there's nothing else around when it's hot, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's yes. I've unfortunately also gotten food poisoning from Panda Express probably more than any other restaurant in my entire life. Oh, no. oh my god! Oh no! Yeah! <laughs> wow! Yeah! Yeah! Holy shit! Okay, yeah. that's a little worse than a, a dry nugget. So <laughs> sorry yeah. about that. It's hey, it's okay. And you know, you figure I would have learned my lesson by now, but I just realized, like, look, maybe I'm too loving and just too accepting of. Oh, I'm in a different place. I'm in a different state. Maybe, maybe things will be different. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Four so- times. Four? Four Holy shit. Four. Are these all on like the road? Uh one was at a mall mm-hmm. near near us. And I probably should have known that I was gonna get food poisoning. Mike was with me. We had to wait 20 minutes oh, well, for the food. And mm-hmm. then by the time we got it, we bit into it. He goes, Does this taste a little funny to you? And I'm like, mm, I paid for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh- that just no, just all, all back out. Yeah, oh, just, just it out. <laughs> bad news later, and then the worst part about it is we were in the studio for this was our <gasps> salvation record. So I'm just in this. I'm in the tracking room with a hood over my head. Just <laughs> our engineer's like, uh, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "No, I need to go home, back to the hotel." <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I need to go home. I need to go home. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head. Like it was not a good time. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, we love food, so we have more questions about that. So on the topic mm-hmm. of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? If the band was a dish? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Hmm. I got to think about this. The crazy thing is I almost want to say the chicken tenders with the fries. <laughs> <laughs> I would say overall, we're probably a sushi. We're a sushi roll. Ooh, nice. what nice. role? Oh, so one of my favorites, I'm a big fan. Just like, I like to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Either tuna, spicy tuna with avocado. Mm-hmm. You could get the imitation crab stick, like the crab stick in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a nice eel roll. Ooh. That's always, mm-hmm. that's always good. Yeah. Spice dragon rolls. Those but are for nice. us, you know what? I'm just going to go, I'll go, pl- I'll go a little basic. Cause sometimes we have our just basics moments. We can hit it with a nice California. Mm-hmm. suits everybody it's fresh mm-hmm. keeps you energetic mm-hmm. you know get the little wasabi don't Ooh. be weird and put your wasabi in the soy sauce and make the weird sauce with Ew. that my boss don't does do that, that. <gasps> don't do Matt. that don't do that just... i'm gonna show this to him they're like don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> don't, don't do, do that just you, you, you get a little bit of the wasabi you dip just a little bit that's what you yes. gotta do then don't ignore the ginger do not no. ignore the ginger people. That's the best part. Yeah. It's a pa- the palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. And especially if you get the pickled ginger. It's mm, good. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Nice. Let's go. Oh, Perfect. yeah. Love that. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Boom. Great. Fuck. <laughs> I was way early on that one. <laughs> yes, interview's over. We're done. That's it. We're done. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. 
So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? You were like 30 seconds too early, dude. <laughs> last meal with a drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. You know what? Probably go with a nice tomahawk steak. Ooh. B- bone in just 20 ounces. Mm-hmm. Nice medium rare. Get myself some like a nice sweet potato casserole on the side, some green mm-hmm. beans or asparagus. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a nice sparkling mineral water, something nice and refreshing. Nice. Maybe a lemon, like a, a lemon Perrier, something like that. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Hell yeah. That All is right. like the perfect dinner. Then we're good to go. We're, we're set. And then on that point, I can join the afterlife. All right. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Ooh, a fiction world. Hmm. That's a hard one. I know. See, I just watched Ready Player One. Oh. Like that environment that they were living. I was like, that's crazy. Or. I don't know why I would want to live in like a post-apocalyptic world. Maybe I just want to test my like survival skills. Exactly. It's only for a week. Mm-hmm. You just get to test it out a little bit. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? We'll just go, we'll just go super, super duper nerd. Mm-hmm. I would want to be on King Kai's planet. I'm a Dragon Ball guy. Oh. I'd wanna, I'd, so I'd want to live with one of the Kai's, the Supreme Kai. It's perfect. All right. And uh, I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is this your favorite is a high color? bar. It is. My favorite color. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think my favorite color is? Probably black. Green. You just got it's that not, answer. No. My man. My man. Oh, green see, look at that i set it up too that was perfect i set it up i went right off the deftone shirt oh <laughs> as you, as you we, see i went the other way mm-hmm. i you went you <laughs> i went with the color on the shirt you went for the shirt color yeah <laughs> all right is it that specific shade of green or is it a different one no i just i've always loved green i just like how it just it's vibrant like a symbol of health in a, in a way for mm-hmm. me Mm-hmm. And also a reminder to, you know, stop eating Zaxby's and drink more of this uh, spinach cucumber concoction I got going on in the background <laughs> so that I can actually keep playing shows. And be yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Sinner is out. We got something else coming here very soon. So keep an eye out on our socials. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok the moon the stars the sun everywhere else other than that man i'm just happy to be back i'm happy to be talking with you guys thank you again for having me and can't wait can't wait to get back out there meet you in person have you guys come to a show hang out Mm -hmm. yeah sounds like a fun time i'll I'll bring you some zaxby's (gasps) because you hurt my feelings with that dry nugget (laughs) bullshit so yeah we got to get that out of there all right we gotta get okay. that out of there um <laughs> just don't bring me any wawas i don't want none of that i'm bringing bring you so much wawa bro <laughs> i'll make you the I best got... like hoagie ever from wawa i'll get you a hoagie you'll love it can you make a hoagie from can you make a hoagie at your house yeah glory's okay, like so make it at, a part-time make chef it at your here. house and okay. then bring it you can bring it to the show okay. and then you can lie you can lie to me and say it's from wawa what if i give you like two halves and one is homemade and the other one is Wawa and then you decide which one's better. 
the blind taste test. I like yeah. this. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Okay, we'll do that. We'll All do right. that. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been uh, Damon from A Virtue, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.